It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. We've got a little bit of AEW talk for you tonight. How you doing? Yes, sir. Once again, it is time for AEW Talk. Let's do it, brother. We've got a lot to cover in Rampage and Dynamite, starting with CM Punk's first TV um, match, regular TV match, in seven years. Are you ready? Crazy, brother. Just crazy. So here we go. We have CM Punk taking on Powerhouse Hobbs, who was with Hook. Punk charged Hobbs and connected with a drop kick. You've been kicking at Hobbs, qu- Hobbs quads. That's a fun thing to say. Try to say that five times fast. Hobbs quads. <laughs> Hobbs raked Punk's eye. Punk followed up, though, with a drop toe hold on Hobbs. Punk popped a... I'll pop the bird to hook. I bet he's enjoying the fact that he can get away with a little more crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that. Hook jumped up on the apron to distract Punk, and in the heat of the moment, uh, Punk went after Hook. Hobbs sprung at Punk with a crossbody press. Punk tried to fight his way back to his feet, and Hobbs hurled Punk, uh, sternum first into the corner turnbuckles. Hobbs tried to suplex Punk, but Punk countered that with a roll-up for a near fall. Hobbs came back with a massive tackle on Punk. Hobbs draped Punk, uh, draped, draped, Punk's throat, there we go, over the middle rope, and then charged at Punk with a running leg drop to the back of Punk's body. Hobbs then distracted referee Aubrey uh, Edwards so Hook could sneak in some uh, cheap shots to Punk. Punk retaliated with stereo elbows back to Hobbs. Punk then connected with a leg lariat and then managed a swinging neck breaker to Hobbs. And Punk used a running knee on Hobbs. Punk headed to the top. Uh, and crashed down on Hobbs with a beautiful macho elbow drop. The fans chanted, you still got it. Punk lifted Hobbs up for the GTS, but Hobbs would block it. Hobbs regained the advantage after playing Punk with a spine buster. 
Punk, uh, Punk got Hobbs back and applied a near uh, rear naked chokehold. Hobbs then would use his raw power and suplex his way out of Punk's chokehold. And then Hobbs nailed Punk with an Oklahoma stampede slam for a near fall on Punk. Hobbs climbed to the top turnbuckle but took too long and Punk met him up there. Punk spiked Hobbs with a hurricanrana on his head. Then Punk locked, locked in a triangle chokehold submission. Hobbs used a single arm grip, uh, hoisted Punk up, and slammed him back on the mat. It was good for a two count on Punk. Punk jumped to the apron and Hobbs inadvertently collided with him after Punk dodged him. Punk hoisted up Hobbs and put him down with a GTS and pinned Power Hobbs. Woo! Dude, Powerhouse Hobbs ain't nobody to play with, man. Uh-uh. Uh, and I know that, you know, CM Punk is a veteran, but this, this kid is big, dude, and he's very athletic. And, you know, for the fact that he comes back in his very first TV match and gets the W on this mm-hmm. and actually lifts that dude up. For the GTS. Yes, sir. Like we said, Powerhouse Hobbs is a huge man. Built and stout. And it's amazing for him to be able to lift uh, Hobbs up like that. For Punk to do that. What I also enjoyed, too, was um, after the show that night, um, after Rampage, uh, Aubrey Edwards posted a picture of her um, with Punk in the ring doing the hand race for, um, for his victory. And she said it was, like, when she was 12 or something like that. Uh, when she first saw Punk, that she really got inspired into wrestling. And then here she is in his first uh, televised match um, refereeing for him. That's amazing, dude. Yeah, how it came full circle for uh, her. It's it's crazy how that happens, man. Yeah. And uh, that that's awesome for her to be able to do that. So Right. Way cool, dude. Way cool. All right. Yep. Next up, we had the Super Click, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, with Don Callis, Brandon Cutler, and Doc Gallows. Versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, with, of course, little old Marco Stunt. Hold up. One minute. The Super Click. Yes, the Super Click. Tell me that's not a little shot at somebody else. Of course it is. It's always a shot at somebody else. I mean, what is that about? You know what it's about. You really can't call yourselves the Super Click because the Click would have really beat your ass. I mean, honestly... I don't know what to tell you, bro, but it is what it is, so. All right, let, let's get to these super wannabes. Okay. Adam Cole, hashtag Bay Bay, tagged out to Matt Jackson right away, apparently intimidated by Christian Cage. After a massive hook by Christian Jackson, uh, Matt understood why Cole tagged out. Matt sent Christian, though, to the turnbuckles and tried, to splat, tried for a splash, but Christian would move out of the way. He blasted Matt with fists to the forehead. He followed that up with a diving uppercut to Matt for a near fall. Jungle Boy would tag in, and Adam Cole immediately bailed out again. The Young Bucks began their tandem offense on Jungle Boy, but Jungle Boy brought them down with double arm drag. Luchasaurus single-handedly fought off the Super Click outside the ring, but Super Click used the power in numbers to get a better to get the better of Jungle Boy in the ring. Finally, Jungle Boy fought out of the corner and got a hot tag to Luchasaurus. The big mass Dino hit a double clothesline on the Bucks. And the crowd erupted like a volcano. Luchasaurus then chokeslammed Cole onto Matt Jackson. He next chokeslammed Nick off the top ropes, or off the ropes. Uh, Christian Cage was looking for a kill switch, but Matt Jackson had it scouted. Jungle Boy hit a combo on the Bucks, and Christian Cage flew off the top rope onto Matt, onto Matt Jackson. Jungle Boy would uh, apply the snare trap, but Doc Gallows jumped on the apron and distracted Jungle Boy. He turned his back to Matt Jackson, which ended, who ended up leveling him with a lariat. 
and then tagged in Luchasaurus. Oh, he turned back to Matt Jackson, leveled him with the Lariat, and then tagged him. Sorry, I read that wrong. That's my bad. All hell broke loose as all the wrestlers began to brawl in the ring. The ref tried to do did best to restore order. Uh, Matt uh, hit a low blow on Christian Cage and then hurled him off the ramp. Then they tossed Jungle Boy off the ramp. In the ring, Luchasaurus tried to chokeslam Adam Cole, but Cole fired back with the Pan uh, Panama City Sunrise. The Bucks blasted Luchasaurus with a BTE trigger, and then Cole finished him off with a boom knee for the victory. Here comes the super click. Baby. No, I, don't, I don't like it. Do you? No, I definitely do not. Next up, the men of the year, Scorpio Sky and all ego Ethan, Ethan Page. Sorry, I almost said Ethan. Ethan Page with American Top Team's Dan Lambert with uh, taking on the demo god Jericho and Jake Hager. Still weird to have him as Jake Hager, but I'll get you over it at some point. All right. Jericho and Scorpio locked up, and Scorpio took him down with a quick arm drag. Jericho came back with multiple short clotheslines to Scorpio. Hager used a side uh, a side belly to belly suplex on Ethan Page. Jericho tagged back in and ate a, take, a taekwondo kick from Ethan Page. Dan Lambert was standing near Jericho on the outside of the ring and slapped the demo god in the face. The men of the year double teamed Hager, keeping him away from the tag to Jericho. Scorpio Sky and Jericho each tagged in. Uh, Jericho came off the top rope with an overhand chop to Sky. Jericho followed that up with a lion salt for the near victory. Hager tagged in and splashed Scorpio with a Hager bomb near for a near fall. Hager punished Sky with an ankle lock. Jericho entered the ring and applied the walls of the walls on Page. Almost said walls of Jericho. <laughs> I read it wrong. <laughs> Lambert jumped on the apron to distract them. Jericho went over the top rope on Page to the outside. Hager slammed Sky, but Lambert grabbed Hager's leg. Sky rolled up Hager for the pin. And then uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio brought in Lambert into the ring. The American top team, Santos, Austin, Vanderford, Andre, Alverlaski, Dat, uh, Dalton, Rasta, Jorge Mal Masvidal, and Paige Van Zant surrounded the ring. Paige Van Zant hit Jericho with repeated body shots. And Jorge, uh, Jorge Masvidal uh, nailed Jericho with an explosive running knee. Woof. So the uh, the younger generation in AEW making a statement with old Jericho, are they? And apparently, you went you win and keep your career going, only to get you know handled the next <laughs> next time you're on on a match in Rampage. Right, it's a little messed up, bro. Uh, anyway, so next up we had the AEW World Tag Team Champions, the Lucha Bros, Ray Phoenix, Penta. Uh, El Zero Media and Santana Ortiz and the Butcher and the Blade. Am I, aren't they supposed to be fighting each other? Oh, you know, with Santana Ortiz. There we go. Versus the Butcher. I missed the verses there. The Butcher and the Blade and Private Party. Whew. That's a big old ass tag match. Right. Hey, Chihuahua. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Here's your big tag match of the night as AEW is famous for. Just kidding. We already had one. Now we have another one. <laughs> Santana. Tag team matches. Yeah, that's right. More tag team matches. We need. You get a tag team match. You get a tag team match. You know, we need more tag team matches. My poor impression of Christopher walking with cowbell. Anyways, Santana and Ray Phoenix would hit uh, stereo kick thrust on Blade. Private party double team Ortiz on the outside of the ring and DDT'd him. Butcher and the Blade, Powerbomb Ray, Phoenix, outside the ring, Matt Hardy, 
was about to cut the hair of Ortiz, but Orange Cassidy ran out for the save. Orange, uh, <laughs> Orange pulled Jack Evans with the orange punch. Why did they have to say that? Oh my goodness. Anyways, Big Money Matt was foiled again by freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Santana and Ortiz decimated the blade with a with a lung blower. Uh, Santana got caught by a huge stunner from Cassidy. Penta hit a backbreaker on Cassidy. The Butcher tagged in and hurled himself at Penta with a massive crossbody. Ray Phoenix tagged in and ate a pump kick from the blade. Mark Quinn tried for a shooting star press, but Santana rolled out of the way. Mark Quinn landed on his feet, but then Santana and Ortiz finished him off with the Street Sweeper. So chaos reigns once again in these tag matches. Always reigns in AEW, man. Crazy, crazy stuff, dude. Yes, sir. Gets a little cray-cray for Shay Shay. All right, next up, the Dark Order's Anna Jay taking on the super bad girl, Penelope Ford. Anna Jay used a running back elbow and then was looking for the Queen Slayer on Penelope. The bunny came out and distracted Anna. Penelope draped Anna's throat over the middle rope and began to apply pressure with her leg. Anna Jay and Penelope traded shots in the middle of the ring. Penelope backed Anna in the corner, avoiding the Queen Slayer. The uh, bunny jumped on the apron and tossed back brass knucks to Penelope while ref Paul Turner was distracted. And Pen uh, Penelope landed the knockout shot on Anna and pinned her. <sighs> I have that figures. That's how it happens, dude. So yeah. get involved as usual. Yep. Anna Jay and Penelope took... Uh, Took boots to Anna J. I think that was supposed to be the Bunny and Penelope Ford, but they messed that one up. Took boots to Anna J. But Tay Conti ran out to help her friend. She jumped on Penelope, and the num but the numbers were too much as Penelope popped Tay with the brass knuckles as well. The HFO formed a human wall around on the ring apron. Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander walked out onto the ramp. Orange Cassidy called in reinforcements, and the Dark Order walked out. Uh, Stu Grayson and Evil Uno were not ready to bury the hatchet with their other members of the Dark Order, and they walked away from the ring, leaving behind the other Dark Order members, Colt Cabana, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, Alan Five Angels, and Prez Ten Vance. Whew. Crazy, crazy stuff going on. As usual, man. Mm -hmm. Just, you never know what happens in AEW. Nope. And it's interesting to see that the Dark Order's got some tension going on in there. Tension Faction. in the dark order, yes. It's just that's the thing that sucks. You get so many talented people in one faction, eventually it's gonna implode, dude. That's just usually how it goes. Yep. So there is such thing as too many people in one area. Yeah. And that's usually what happens in factions. And there's so many uh, so many factions in AEW, it's it's just crazy. Alright. All right, main event, uh, lights out match. Mad King, Eddie Kingston, and John Moxley taking on Minoru, Su Minoru Suzuki and the Murder Hawk monster, Lance Archer. Archer walked out with kendo sticks in hand. Suzuki got the jump on Moxley and not uh, not wasting any time. They were brawling around the ring. Kingston traded chops with Suzuki in the ring. Suzuki kicked Kingston, sending him right through a table that was set up on the corner. Archer began body slamming ring attendants for whatever reason. <laughs> Archer grabbed Moxley and choke slammed him to the outside on, onto the ring attendants. Moxley hit uh, Suzuki with boxer elbows. And I went too far down. Hang on. There we go. Archer grabbed a strap and wrapped it around Mox's throat. And then the Archer flipped Mox over the top rope. Archer and Suzuki uh, taped Mox's hand behind his back and began to whip him with a leather strap. Suzuki bandaged Lash Moxley across the back. Archer batted 
battered Mox with a trash can lid. Suzuki was biting Mox's head. Kingston got back to his feet and poked Archer's eyes and blasting him with machine gun chops in the corner. Excuse me. He followed that up with a su uh, exploder suplex. Suzuki locked in on a sleeper, then sent Kingston into Archer, who planted Kingston on the mat. Archer was about to slam Kingston onto two chairs when Homicide's music hit. Homicide ran through the crowd and freed up Moxley from the tape. Moxley used the paradigm shift on Suzuki. Moxley then spiked Archer with a paradigm shift. Homicide uh, passed a trash can to Kingston. Kingston placed Archer inside the trash can, and Kingston swung a kendo stick at the trash can repeatedly and then pinned Archer. Homicide, Moxley, and Kingston hugged and celebrated a victory in the ring. Crazy, crazy stuff. Somebody getting involved as usual. And Homicide. Homicide's part of TNA. What's he doing in AEW, man? What's up? Man, we already talked about this. That forbidden door is just kicked wide open. I know. It's just, you know. You can just waltz in and out. New Japan, a, you know, TNA, AEW. They've got a little love. Triple A. Lucha, I think one of the Lucha ones. And then they've got the uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. The GCW. Yeah. yeah. This is crazy, man. Crazy stuff going on. But that's why we love it. And that's why AEW got its own night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. somebody couldn't hang on Wednesday night no more. With their development brand. Oh, man, dude. Now it's... What is it? NXT 2.0. 2.0. With hippie colors. Yeah. Awesome. All, All right. right, let's go. Now on to AEW Dynamite from this last Wednesday. Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. CM Punk joined Excalibur, Jim Ross, and Tony Schiavone at the announced position before Adam Cole and Jungle Boy took to the squared circle for the night's first match. How is this not a tag match to start the night? I don't know. Weird, right? All right. Uh, young uh, Jack Perry out-wrestled Cole early, driving the former world champion to the floor in an attempt to regroup. It worked as Cole seats control of the bout and worked Jungle Boy over with a, with a neck vice. The Casino Battle Royale deli delivered it. Well, that's supposed to be entrant, I think, or something, because that was just not a whole sentence or name or whatever. Delivered a belly belly suplex and added a German suplex for two. Jungle Boy, though, delivered a Huracurana over the top rope or over the top and off the apron, to which Cole responded with a super kick. A Panama sunrise followed by a baby face kick, uh, followed by followed that up by the baby face kicking out at two. Uh, Cole tried for the boom, but Jungle Boy ducked and applied the snare trap. Cole escaped and delivered a cheap low blow and finally executed, executed the boom. For the final victory. Oh, I gotta cheat to win. I hate that crap. Yeah. Especially the fact that Jungle Boy is so talented, bro. Right. Like, I just, but, you know, AEW's got a new toy to play with. They gotta make the new toy look good. Yeah, by making him cheat to win. Yeah. Makes him. Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, that's what he's doing. So. Well, he wasn't really that great when he was in AEW. Or NXT anyways. So. That's right. That's why I never really can make it up to the big roster. Mm. That kind of tells you all you need to know right there. All right. Next up, we had Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson with Aaron Anderson taking on Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. Booze engulfed the arena as Cody Rhodes made his way to the ring accompanied by wife Brandy, coach Aaron Anderson, 
and partner Big Shotty Lee Johnson for his match against Matt Seidel and Dante Martin. Martin Seidel controlled the match during the break, working over Lee. A tag to Rhodes sparked a comeback for the Nightmare family, but the fans greeted any offense by Cody with a chorus of boos. Martin has, as he has so many times, uh, wowed the audience with high-flying offense that kept the former two-time TNT champion reeling. Johnson tagged himself in, delivered a fisherman buster, driving his opponent into the, in, driving in, his opponent into his knee. He pinned Martin for the victory seconds later. After the match, Tony Schiavone joined Rhodes, Johnson, and Arn Anderson in the ring as fans continued to greet the EVP with negative reaction. Rhodes called out Malachi Black, but Anderson silenced him and cut a promo and insinuated Rhodes was soft. I'm Arn Anderson, and I and all that implies implies, and I'll be damned if I coach a loser. And the enforcer left with Johnson, leaving Rhodes to contemplate his words. Yikes, man. Yikes. Oh. Uh, the bad thing about Cody Rhodes is, uh, you know, ever since he, you know, got with AEW, he's kind of slipped on pretty much everything. He cuts the most amazing promos, and then when it comes to in-ring ability, he just, he doesn't. Follow through. Yeah, he's really good at talking the talk, but when it comes to time to walk the walk, he's not doing that very well. And it's unfortunate because we know how talented he actually is. Yeah. And I don't know if it's story mode or, or you know, whatever you want to call it, storyline. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, give the man his due. I mean, it's just, he can't even go after the AEW title. Yeah. Well. I mean... I mean, I kind of get, I kind of get it though, because he didn't want it to appear like because he's the EVP that he should be entitled to uh, a high title and praise like that. So I, I guess because if if he's always going after it, people are like, is he going after it because he should be going after it, or is he going after it because the EVP? I'm sure. So I mean, I guess I get it. Yeah, because I mean, Triple H before Triple H kind of took over of everything. Mm-hmm. He he fought his way to the top, and he you know he made his way there. The only difference between, I guess, Cody Rhodes and Triple H is Cody Rhodes doesn't. Uh, yeah, he doesn't follow through with it, and I hate to say that because there's been a lot of talk about Cody Rhodes and Triple H, and there, and and you know the feud between them, and mm-hmm. the you know how Cody Rhodes hit the. Uh, when he when he made that shot at WWE, when he took the hammer to the uh, yeah took the sledgehammer to the throne the throne yeah that was supposed to be a replica of the throne that Triple H came out to at WrestleMania. I mean, I would more. I love Cody Rhodes. I'd love it more if he was winning, you know, and not this constant "what are you doing" type thing. He's. I think. He, I think some of the frustration for fans might be he's too involved backstage and not enough in ring. Yeah. And that's probably their frustration with it. Don't get me wrong. It's also kind of nice to see that he's trying to help get talent over. Oh, it's very nice. I mean, to, to see, you know, him be so involved with a promotion <laughs> and, and do so well. I mean, I know his dad would be. His dad would be just happy and. And, you know, and I know he's made him proud, but I'd like to see him more in ring and doing doing his thing. And, 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 you know, backing up what he says, not just, oh, you know, 
cut a badass promo promo make you tear up or make you this dude can do it all dude i mean he is just that damn good on the mic but he's got to be that damn good in the ring too right so all right and i want to point out real quick that they were in rochester new york for dynamite which is the home of Brody lee uh john H- uh huber which we all know was number one in dark order and also of course was a member of the wyatt family as uh, Luke Harper. Yeah, those of you don't know Luke Harper. Yeah, those of you don't know Luke so. Harper. So there was a lot of um, tributes and emotions that night on Wednesday Night Dynamite, and we're going to start getting into it here in a little bit with the next match, uh, which was a six-man tag match. John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen taking on Bear Country and Anthony Green. Moxley, Darby, Darby Allen, and Eddie Kingston battled Bear Country and Anthony Green in a trio's tag, man, uh, tag team action. The expedited match saw the babyfaces withstand an early surge from the heels before Moxley pinned Green for the win. After the match, Sting dropped Green with a scorpion death drop as Kingston held up a Brody Lee sign. So we had a little bit of a squash match. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, sometimes that goes and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, oof. man, them, them emotions. And I think that's probably why I didn't watch it. Was because it already made me cry watching the AEW Dynamite after his passing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I can go back to that, dude. That's kind of why I skipped this week because mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't like crying, man. It's not good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it was hard. And then, of course, now we have the 16-man tag match. We had the Dark Order and Orange Cassidy taking on the Hardy Family Office. The Dark Order nearly allowed their issues to get the best of them right of them on the night so important of it to, on the night so important to the legacy of the late Brody Lee. When infighting between Alex Reynolds and Evo Uno nearly cost the faction and partner Orange Cassidy victory in the 16 man tag team match against the Hardy family office. Uh, the arrival of Brody Lee Jr., Anna Tay, Tay Conti, and Adam and Amanda Huber inspired them to set their differences aside and focus on earning a victory. John Silver erupted, wiping out the competition, joining Silver to join or to turn uh, Jorah Joel inside out. Uno and Stu Grayson delivered a fatality, earning the victory for the team. And after the match, Press 10 Vance hoisted Brody Jr. on his shoulders in, in celebration of his in honor of his father. And of course, as we all know, that Brody, uh, Brody Jr. is also negative one in the yeah. dark order. I think it's so awesome that, that they. They are still giving homage to Brody Lee, mm-hmm. especially after his passing and now being in his hometown of, of uh, Rochester. Yes, sir. Rochester. So, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Yep. Enjoy it. Love it. Right. And uh, negative one, you're going to be a freaking, you're going to be a wrestler one day. I can't wait to see it. Right. Can't wait for uh, when he's when he's off on summer break again, so we can join him again. Right. That's the only reason why he's not on, because he had school. He had to go back to school. Right. <laughs> Mama said you had to go back to school, so. <laughs> but it was all, uh, great for them to be able to give uh, Brody Lee and his family the honor that the man deserves inside uh, at Rochester. Um, thankfully, the pandemic was it's gone. It's still not gone, but it's controlled enough where you can still do stuff like this and be able to have the family there and, yeah. and do that. So it makes things a lot easier, especially when you're dealing with something as tragic as that was. 
when basically it came out of nowhere for everybody and even kind of um Brody Lee's family I mean they kind of knew some they already knew of his medical issue but they just didn't see it coming like that it was just a snap and it was over yeah basically so yeah all right next up we had TJ Tay Conti and uh, Anna J taking on the bunny and Penelope Ford so we didn't remember what happened on Rampage now it comes over to Dynamite a fiery promo from Dan Lambert and the men of the year Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page Saw the latter two re, uh, reiterate their reign over the company after the victory over Chris Jericho and Jake Hager last Friday on Rampage. The rivalry between the Bunny, Penelope Ford, and the team of Tay Jake, Tay Conti, and Anna Jay wrote its latest chapter Wednesday in tag team action. The heels controlled the match throughout the commercial break, but late in the match, flurry by the babyfaces, including a springboard crossbody from Conti, led them to a victory on the strength of Jay's Queen Slayer sleeper to Penelope Ford. Koopa. Hey, man, that sounds like a good match, brother. What you think? Yeah, it sounded like it was a very excellent match for the uh, women's division. It's always nice when you can see good matches like that. and Especially, I like how they're continuing this rivalry that's been going on between Penelope Ford and the Bunny and the and TJ, or Tay Conti and AJ, if you're not used to TJ yet. <laughs> yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, so it's not Miss Tay from us. It's actually Tay Conti. <laughs> mm-hmm. We wish Tay, Tay, our Tay could wrestle. Oh, she'd be a badass, dude. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch her slap somebody, too. <laughs> be like, come on, slap somebody. I want to see you do Just it. Slap yes! Do it again! <laughs> Put some stank on it. Give her the baby powder! Gotta <laughs> 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 keep that pin pin strong. All right. This is it. Let's go to the main event. TNT Championship match. Sammy Guevara versus Miro. Miro. Miro defended the TNT Championship against Sammy Guevara in the night's main event. The Redeemer dominated the action early and throughout the commercial, overwhelming the Spanish God with a ferocity and strength advantage that threatened Guevara's championship aspirations. Guevara, though, fought back, threw himself over the ring post, and wiped out Miro on the floor. Back inside, he delivered a cutter and, a, and tried for a GTH, but Miro fought that out, or fought out and delivered a big kick for two. The champion removed a turnbuckle pad from multiple corners. Fuego del Sol attempted to intervene, but Miro knocked him out. Guevara, though, sent Miro to, into the turnbuckle, stunning him before delivering the GTH. Up top, he delivered a 630 centon and won the title by pinfall. So your new TNT champion, the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara. Sammy G, man. Sammy G. That dude is he's crazy and he's young. He's stout, uh-huh. and he's he's got a lot of years on him in wrestling, bro. And uh, I I think he's 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 gonna be a good TNT champion, man. Yes, and what a way to do it, dude! Like knocking off somebody like Miro, dude. That's that's saying a lot, dude. Uh-huh. It is. It's definitely saying a lot. And what's funny is that uh, Jericho called this last week when uh, Guevara attacked Miro after his match on Dynamite. So yeah. He, he was already calling. I mean, we already know the relationship Jericho and Guevara had um, prior to this because they were together with the uh, Pinnacle. Yeah. Or, I mean, sorry, the Inner Circle. The Pinnacle's the now MJF's. Yeah. My bad. I mean, so. The inner Circle, yeah. Yeah, the Inner Circle. So, it's a... Uh, so, of course, he's not... He wasn't to- totally surprised, but it's just a nice call by Jericho to say that he saw this coming. And, of course, uh, good for him because it was... It's definitely a big victory... Because of the fact that Guevara is an undersized competitor compared to Miro. So oh, it's yeah. a very, very uh, well-earned victory. And 
it's going to be interesting to watch uh, Guevara as TNT champ. Definitely is, man. So that does it for AEW Talk. We'll be back again with Wrestling Talk as we recap Extreme Rules and the interesting, weird way it ended. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we had some all right matches. We had a good match that was interrupted, unfortunately. Yeah. But still a good match like we thought it was going to be. Is it is it hard to say, weird to say that um, my match was like the first match we saw that night? Right. So uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Of course, we'll be back with, to uh, recap the Major League Baseball regular season on Sunday. And, of course, report any of the latest basketball news as basketball is getting ready to kick off as training camps are opening up. Oh, yeah. For three. Swish. And then, of course, we got football. Football, baby. Football. 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 Love it. It's a great weekend. Yeah, can't wait to see what's going to happen between Arkansas and number and two, Georgia. Number two, Georgia. Those In Athens. Game, I can't wait to watch that. And, of course, our Ducks... I believe traveled to Palo Alto to take on Stanford, the thorn in our sides for every time we're looking to be national champions. They always seem to sneak up and just, and we're like, oh crap, there's a loss. Yeah, let's just hope that's not the case this weekend. All right, come on guys, we beat Ohio State in Ohio State. Don't tell me you're gonna lose to in Palo Alto to Stanford. It's not the same Stanford team. Come on, we got to do this. Championship time. Feel it, and uh, of course we got the Gators who are looking to continue to be impressive this year, despite that one loss. But it was an impressive loss to Alabama. It definitely was, man. And I've been rocking the Gator hat, loving it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see what happens with us, dude. Yeah. It's gonna be a good, good weekend of football, mm-hmm. and I can't wait. Oh yes, and we got lots of good stuff going on in the pros as we got a. <laughs> the match for first place in the NFC West: Cardinals versus Rams. That's gonna be cool. Oh dude. yeah! Oh, and don't forget the return of Tom Brady to New England Ooh, on yes. Sunday Night Football. They've been talking about this all week. We'll see what happens, mm-hmm. with it, brother. And we have a good matchup on Monday Night Football as the Raiders take on the Superchargers. Yeah, man, that's going to be a good matchup, dude. Yes. Both them teams are pretty stout right now. Yes. If it wasn't for just a kind of a poor performance against the Cowboys, we'd be looking at another game that's a, or that's for a deciding for the, um, excuse me, first place in the AFC West. All right. So we got a lot of good games, and we can't wait to talk about it all on Tuesday. So that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep keep on on talking talking sports. sports. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at 
Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.